Guys, I've been busy. What's up, Tomboy Official? Um, oh, man. I feel pretty rested. It's Saturday, 5.15 p.m. 5.15 p.m. Uh, I got my dinner in the oven. It'll be done at 5.35-ish. Um, I was watching a video. Let's see the name. Um, and I'm drinking a a Vita. A, what do you call this stuff? Um, an emergency. I don't have any vitamins, and that is probably the best <laughs> vitamin I can get. Um, so. I was watching a video by a an African American gentleman with locks. His name is a signified podcast. He seems to do content in this manosphere kind of content space. The video I watched was called Talking was, Yeah, Talking Manosphere Myths and real science-based dating slash mating advice with at Murphy Mackin. And, you know, I was watching it and I was mostly just thinking it would be great if there was like LGBT content and research uh, based on, you know, dating myths, mating myths. Is it even called mating? I don't even know what the term is. Um... Do people say mating? Do people really use that word? That they're mating? Or finding a mate? Or like mating? I don't know. That sounds like something you'd say about animals. I don't know. <laughs> like mating rituals. Um, but I, don't, I can't really talk about manosphere because I'm not a man. Um, I can talk to my sis straight friends about their dating experiences and their experiences as being cis straight men. Some of their, uh, I wouldn't call it concerns, but, um, frustrations with dating cis hetero women. And some of my cis hetero women friends and their frustrations with dating cis hetero men I don't have I don't I don't think I've experienced the overlap that they've experienced um I think I hear from my cis male friends that are hetero hetero daters um you know they do seem to like traditional women, you know, wife or girlfriend or whatever, cooks, cleans, is feminine, and they have like a masculine role. I'm learning that in straight people's society, it is very hard for them to be flexible um, with roles. Um, nobody wants to give up their role.
I had a, a cis hetero friend of mine when, you know, I was on my way to work once and I blew a tire. Well, I guess, let me back up. I was on my way to work driving down maybe like the 805 freeway going south or something. I was driving from um, near Linda Vista to like Chula Vista. So kind of not far from SeaWorld to like Chula Vista off like the Telegraph Canyon exit or L Street or whatever the exit was called. I don't even remember now. It's been so long, but um, it's been like almost four years. Um, But I was doing that drive just like I did every day. But before that, you know, I noticed that I I had inspected one of my tires because I noticed when I would drive over like maybe 40, the car felt really wobbly and I was like that that can't be good and so I you know after a while I was like let me just inspect the tires so I looked at them and one of them you could kind of see the wiring coming through and I was like oh no and I noticed that it was a Wednesday when I noticed that I think and so I was like okay Thursdays I start work at noon so I'm gonna wake up early change out the tire put on a donut I knew that you can't drive that on the freeway, but I proceeded to try to drive as slow as I could on the freeway without drawing attention to myself. I think I was driving about 40 miles per hour, maybe 45, which was too fast for the donut. I blew the donut, and then I still had the old tire that didn't actually blow. The old tire hadn't actually blown yet, and I was on my way to work. So I changed the tire back to the old, like, tire, um, because it was either get towed or use that old tire to, like, drive, um, and I was, it was right where I would exit on the freeway, it was right at my exit, and so, you know, I called 511, they couldn't come because I was on the exit ramp, so they didn't want to help me at all, and... I was like, screw it, I'm going to be late for work, um, I got to get the tire situated, and I was working till 8pm that night, so I was like, there's not going to be a lot of opportunities to get tires after work, so I told them I'll be late for work, let me just, because I was starting work at noon, so I was like, let me just stop by a place, get a tire, and roll on with the rest of my day the first place I stopped at didn't have a tire uh right then they said come back later and so before the 5 p.m mark because I was still working till 8 I took a break at about 4 and I told them I'm probably going to be out for like one or two hours because I didn't know how long it was going to take and so I drove the car I did get to work late drove the car back around like four o'clock took a couple hours during my day um because I didn't have clients scheduled or anything and I went got the tire replaced uh it took less than an hour so I was like well I'm not gonna go home because I'm already like working I'm like down the street from my job so 
I drove back to work, and they're like, oh, you're back already, and like, yeah, and I just worked, and one of my friends, like, this straight friend of mine was like, I can't believe you changed the tire, you know how to change a tire, and like, I told her kind of how, like, oh, I drive these old cars, so I just like, you know, make sure the oil's like topped off, and I just make sure there's oil in it. And I was like, that's not a big deal. Changing a tire is like a basic thing to me. Putting oil in, I wasn't even changing the oil. I was just adding oil. Basically, all it takes is lifting up the hood, checking the dipstick, unscrewing, I don't even know what you call it, the area where the oil goes into, putting oil into that hole, and then putting the cap screw it back on and make sure the dipstick is back into the section where it goes and closing the hood of the car that's all i would do was put oil in it i was not doing any other thing it's just like it's just like refilling your wiper fluid you just put fluid in the container and put the cap back on it's pretty much as easy as pouring milk out of one jug and putting it into like a pitcher or something like it's not that hard you know like it's just putting fluid from one container into another like i'm not scared of that and having driven cars that are over 20 years old you know it's like you get familiar with old cars and there's certain stuff that you just get sick of you know like batteries I know how to use jumper cables. I know how to use a quick charge. I know how to check if the battery is low or not. I know how to take the battery out and replace the battery. It's heavy, but I can do it. I know how to ask at the at O'Reilly's or AutoZone for them to check my battery. And then they want to tell me that, <clears throat> that the battery is okay. And I'll tell them, no, it's not. Look at the readings. It's not okay, <laughs> you know. Don't try to tell me to put this battery back in my car when it's not charged. Um, I know how to change tires because it it's some things are just easier to do yourself. It's like if you if you're gonna eventually blow a tire, whether you're running over something or your tire just wears out, why not know how to do that yourself? You're gonna eventually need another battery. These are certain things that you're not gonna change out until they die or until they break on you. Like usually you're not just gonna change out a battery. You're not usually just gonna change out a battery. Um unless it's dead, <laughs> you know. Um right? Like it's not like you can pre plan it because they last for like years and so like when are you gonna change it like every year change your battery or something like i don't know like that i don't think that would make sense and certain things i'm just like you know those might be considered somewhat masculine things to do but in my head i'm like it's practical to know how to do that kind of stuff when you live in Southern California, if you have a car and you're an independent person, you are driving a lot. You know, why not know how to do the basic stuff? You know, and I'm not like criticizing people who don't. I'm just saying like to me, it just made more sense to learn how to do the things that I saw always needed some doing. 
you always need an oil change depending every three months or every 3,000 miles or every if it's synthetic every six months to 6,000 miles why not know how to check if you need more oil even if you're not going to change it why not make sure I mean your car needs oil you know you can't just run around with no oil it's going to damage your engine so at least if you're not going to change it on time or if you can't get there right on the dot know how to put more oil in it if your car's leaking oil know how to put oil um if your car's leaking oil get that fixed but I mean if you can't say if you have to take like three four days or a week till you can get it fixed or same with the tire. Say say you're so busy or maybe even so broke that you can't afford new tires because they're going to want two tires, not just the one. Then they want the alignment. It's going to run you hundreds of dollars for a tire that you can get used for 25 bucks. You know, know how to get a tire and just put a, get a tire. Get a used tire if you have to and make sure it fits and have them do it at one of those shops. I mean, that'll get you through. And if you know how to change it, it's going to save you money on tow trucks. If you don't have AAA, at least you can drive your car to the place that can fix it for 25 bucks versus something else. So, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying all this, but basically... You know, I think that kind of stuff is the kind of stuff that a lot of my, you know, cis, straight, hetero male friends, you know, kind of, kind of maybe don't like about, like, some of the females that they date is that they don't know how to do things. Like, I, I say... In my case, some of the stuff I know how to do is maybe, like, beyond what I might need. Um, I'm not very great with cars or anything. I can't, like, fix an engine or whatever. I can just do, like, a few, like, those three things, four things that I mentioned. I can't really do that much. But for someone to think that's amazing is, like, that's not amazing. Like, that's just basic survival skills, you know? Um... Just like you need to know where the sun sets. You need to know which way is east, which way is west. <laughs> like, these are, like, basic things, in my opinion. Um, if you're going to have something that you need for your work, for your survival, you should know at least some basics about it. If you have a, a laptop or a phone or whatever, you need to know. Don't spill stuff on it. Don't drop it, you know. And if you do spill something, what are the steps to make sure it doesn't get damaged as quickly as possible? What steps can you take? Um, just protective measures and basic, you know, money-saving, time-saving, effort-saving things. Um, I don't like feeling useless or helpless about things. And I don't think it's a masculine quality, but I do think I I don't like asking people for stuff too much like um, we all know I haven't had the best of jobs and so there were definitely times when I didn't have a lot of money to be getting a bunch of car repairs 
And so I was like, okay, where can I save the money? And mostly you spend, you can spend over a hundred something bucks just on getting your car towed. If you don't know how to just change a tire basically for yourself, a new tire, one tire, like the whole, the whole thing, the whole service together can run you nearly a thousand dollars for two brand new tires with the warranty and the labor cost and the parts cost and the alignment. That's like a thousand dollars versus a used tire that you can change by yourself by driving your own car over there to get it without paying for a tow truck. You see what I mean? It's like, to me, it's like when I did the math, I was like, it makes more sense for me to learn this skill. Plus, it did become like a comfort thing for me. Just knowing that I was going to be driving all over the place all the time and like, I at least know how to do basic stuff. Um, a couple basic things. I could have learned more basic stuff, but I had, I used the skills before. Um, and what is, you know, is there a benefit? Is there a benefit to, you know, crossing gender roles? I think there is. If somebody's going to get insecure about it, that is not your fault. Um, now, trying to do it for, like, a power dynamic, I think that's different. Like, the power battles that you see with people sometimes have nothing to do with, you know... Um, like, the power battles that you see are kind of more um I don't know they're more from like an ego and insecurity kind of thing I don't think there's any need for like the whole competition of things um, but I do want to dive into some of these topics about incels. That's a word I just learned, I-N-C-E-L-S. And then this other topic about the manosphere and this other kind of combined topic about, you know, what's what happens in the LGBT environments? Because there's so many different layers. I mean, these guys are just like, masculine heterosis guys they've they don't have too many variables shifting of the types of people that they're dating either and so it's easy for them to talk about it they're not like poly they're not pan um they're not gender non-conforming you know they're very like in these rigid boxes so i kind of want to see what it what it looks like to take those those kind of boxes and if you open them up in the lgbtq plus environment what does it look like um i don't know if i'm even going to be able to articulate um ideas around these topics but um it's the month of march it has been for almost two whole days now we're the second day in 
coming up on the night of the second day. And, you know, we're coming up on a new week. On the second day of the of the month, of the new month. Time change is coming this month. We got some holidays coming up. I don't know if you guys are still working on your health, on your fitness. I'm still working on it. Um, but, you know, as people are trying to tweak things with their health, um, I think we need to talk more about social, social topics too, because, you know, topics like attractiveness, topics like, um, you know, we've talked some about finance, education, uh, career, um, jobs, side hustles, but I kind of want to talk more about like the social stuff, the dating stuff, because it comes up. A lot of people want to date. A lot of people, I'm not saying a lot of people want to date me. I'm just saying in general, a lot of people have interest in trying to date or struggle with it. One thing I'm going to throw out there is that, um, not always, but it seems like a common theme that on the female side of things, women can be more passive. So if you take like a lesbian bar, there's always kind of this joke of the few lesbian bars that there are that women don't really go approach each other um, because they don't want to make other women feel uncomfortable because they know what it's like in a cishet environment and they don't want they're like women get so scared of making other women uncomfortable that they just don't approach them um so maybe that's the first thing i kind of want to talk about um but i'm gonna watch some more of these videos too and see if more comes out of it we shall see we shall see all right guys so what I want to do is talk some more about this manosphere. I hate this. I hate that word. Uh, I want to talk about that topic, but want to try to pull in some LGBT relevance. Um, if I can find research, I'll I'll look. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm very busy doing other things, so I don't. If I can't find stuff quickly, it might. I might not be able to find a whole bunch of like research studies. I really don't know. I've never looked it up. When I first started this podcast, there was a YouTube video that I made on Tomboy Official. This was like years ago, probably like 2019 or something. And I remember my mom came across it and it made me uncomfortable. So I just never posted on YouTube. Like, I don't know how she was recommended my channel or something, or maybe I somehow had my name linked to her or something or maybe she google searches me or I don't know but pretty much she commented on it and then I realized I don't think I could like blog her and then I was like dang because I had originally planned to make a YouTube channel because uh, at the time I was still really into like scientific research uh, it's something I'm still into but I fall in and out of it depending what I'm studying um, but many people know you know if you if, if you're able to keep track of my um, career path history 
initially I did go to school and get a master's in psychology, experimental psychology, um, but I was studying more like um, language, language acquisition, auditory perception, audit, you know, like just pretty much anything around hearing, hearing sciences as it relates to, like my interests were mostly in language and music, but I didn't get too far into it past my masters, but I would still geek out on stuff. But I do understand like how to collect data and write, you know, peer reviewed articles and how to publish. And, you know, I had some things pub like a, an abstract published. I never fully published my master's thesis outside of my university's library. Um, but anyways, I'm going to post this as a double episode. So at the moment when I'm talking, this is the morning, the morning after I started that kind of intro. I'm going to post these back to back because um, I do want to start off with my little morning check in and then get back into kind of this topic um, and want to cover kind of what I researched last night. Um, now it was very research related. One was an episode uh, where uh, this guy was interviewing a trans woman and then the other one was an episode where the same guy was interviewing a uh, researcher. I don't remember his uh, type of research. I think is generally called like relationship relationship research. I don't know if it's in the field of psychology or like some kind of social sciences field. Um, so yeah, I want to jump into that, kind of what they talked about. I didn't take notes, so it's going to be a little rocky for me to like pull topics from there, but we're going to jump into it. I think it's valuable for people who are interested in topics surrounding like dating and relationships. Um, and then they have this, this topic of incels and red pill blue pill and people you know you see a lot of videos like fresh and fit andrew tate people that there's some they almost seem like they don't like women uh they're usually these cis straight men that are just kind of like they have women on their podcast and they're just like trying to like prove them wrong and like they're not treating them very nicely either. I mean, it's it's very... When I've seen that material, I'm very turned off by it. I'm like, huh, like, they're... Like, I mean, maybe those women are getting paid to be on there. A lot of them are OnlyFans uh, entrepreneurs. Um, I just gotta say, like, anybody who's trying to make money on, on OnlyFans and you're, you know... Uh, your product is your, um, you know, your body maintenance and your fitness and your attractiveness and you're putting yourself out there like that. Um, that is, that is a form of vulnerability that I, I just, I appreciate it. And also I just like, I mean, uh, OnlyFans serves a purpose, you know, um, I think it, it's become you know, I'm not talking about the side of it where people are doing it where they don't want to do it, but the side of it where people are willingly doing it because they know it's going to make them money. 
I just, I applaud those people, you know, like, you found an entrepreneurial avenue that works for you, and I think it is very, I don't know if it's more females than males, I really don't know, from the stuff I've searched, I've rarely searched any males on there, the only males I've searched were certain, like, gay males, uh, just because you know, somebody would say, oh, here's their content, or whatever, like, there's a lot of, like, adult performers, I don't know what you call them, but they're, they're basically porn stars, you know, and, you know, but I do like to hear their interviews, and I just like that a lot of them are very open-minded sounding, I've talked about it before, I'm a fan of Blake Mitchell, and Joey Mills, and those kind of guys, they came out of Helix, and um, you know, um, I just, I find, you know, that they have some admirable qualities to them, you know, like, and they seem like their personalities are kind of like, uh, pretty authentic and person, personable and open-minded. Um, I mean, they kind of have to be if they're doing certain things. I did see some of the guys at, um, What's it called? At Vegas Pride. Um, this must have been not last year, so it wasn't 2023. It might have been 2022 or 2021. Probably 2022, I want to say, because I feel like 2021 everything was probably closed. Um, so let's call it 2022. And there was like this area where they had performers with this kind of outdoor amphitheater. And I saw some of the guys walking up with their Helix Studio shirts on, and they were walking, like, past the stage. Um, and I don't know if they were actual performers or if they just bought it, bought the shirts as merch. I don't really know. But I was very, like, you know, I I've usually like their content. They, they promote, you know, body positivity you know, uh, sexuality, positivity, just all kinds of things that, like, it just, it's just refreshing to hear, you know, certain people talk about things where you're just, like, it's not coming from some weird place, like, those Andrew Tate types of people that are, like, we hate women, or, like, let's make them feel bad, or put them in their place kind of thing on camera, it seems like they kind of have a bit of a complex about, those women or their threat they feel threatened or something that's kind of what it feels like when I watch that content and then there's other religious content that a lot of times goes to some other end of like shame and you know just stuff that's like why do people want to make people feel bad about relationships and attraction and it, it really gets in the way and so you know I think it's important to talk about the topics but I don't really, it's, it's hard to really know where to go because there's so much. So that's kind of why I feel like, okay, something that's commonly being consumed right now is this Manosphere content. Something that's missing from that is the LGBT conversation. Um, and there's going to be toxic stuff everywhere, I'm noticing, you know, uh, and being able to identify it um, is going to be important, and I'm not trying to make some kind of toxic thing, I hope that the content I make isn't toxic, I mean, 
I know sometimes it's like, okay, like if I'm just not feeling great, I'll say it. And I've been through a pretty trying time, you know, where things just aren't really working out the way I would prefer or my energy just isn't where I need it to be so that I could do the things that I need to do, especially the things I don't want to do. That's definitely a struggle that comes up for me um, where it's like part of me, like I know I need to do this. I need to eat healthy. I need to cook food from home. I need to spend less money. I need to exercise more. And then there's another part of me that's just like, dude, we do not have the energy to do this. Like, you know, and there's another part of me that's like, you need to do it because you're not going to have the energy if you don't do it. Like, that's where you're going to get your energy. So it's this kind of like... I gotta get to a place sometimes where I gotta force myself to do the things I need to do to get things back on track. So you guys do get to hear about that, unfortunately, but it's like, if I'm sharing about my day, what else am I going to say? Like, if that's the reality of a lot of my days sometimes, and it's not all the time, I've definitely come out of it a bit um, during this year. It was just rough with my back injury and all these other things. I've never had it. I've never had an injury that's taken me out for more than like a week, maybe. I think COVID was the thing that took me out for almost two weeks, both times when I had it, but that's probably the most, the most that I've ever been kind of out of commission because of sickness or injury. So having something that lasted like two months, like that was not an experience that I was expecting or that I... Like, I wasn't hoping to start my year out like that, um, or to end last year like that, but anyways, I'm gonna try not to talk about it all the time, but, I mean, it is the reality, it's kind of like, there's this balance between, like, okay, do I talk about the reality, or do I just ignore it and talk about things that are, like, happy and shiny, um, but that's why I like to do, like, at least some kind of check-in, um, and then we'll get into a topic. It's not all going to be check-ins all the time. Sometimes that's all it is because I don't really have a topic. But now that I kind of have a bit of a topic and it's a new month, I don't know if I'm going to do this topic for the whole month. I'll see how you guys gravitate towards it. I'll see how I uh, feel studying it. If, it. if it feels like it creates some kind of benefit then I'll keep recording about it. If it doesn't, then maybe I'll just do it every now and then. I don't know if I'll be posting every day this month. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, I'll figure it out. But um, I'm kind of going to wing it this week um, and see where things land. And um, So, alright, I'm going to post the check-in and then post the research findings with like after the check-in this is just the intro about what we're gonna talk about during the month of march at least during this portion of the month of march um i don't know if i'm gonna get into any of the actual holidays during march uh they're not really holidays that i care about that much but um all right let's do it um and all right so if you are interested uh click into the next the next uh episode